folks. We'll take it here with Joe McGon. This is episode 107. You are listening to a show with the goal to make you think and entertain you. And you know that's definitely what it's doing. This is your definitely your favorite show, 2024, and just in general. Welcome back. Another solo episode for you. Was going to have someone on, but we had to do last minute, um, you know, uh, adjustments. We'll be having that person on. No worries. You know me. I love to talk. I don't be, I don't shut up. Um, I don't be quiet is what I almost said. So maybe I don't know how to speak English. I don't shut up, love to talk, and you guys love it when I don't shut up, so come on, you got to hear this sexy voice, you know. Anyway, just kidding, but not. What are we going to talk about today? Well, you know what's weird? I don't know, man. Like, I was going to talk about some stuff. I haven't spoken about politics in a while, and I know you guys love when I go on my crazy rants about politics, but I think I'm going to do an episode about that. Um, I'm going to, or this is the episode on that. I think I'm going to talk about that. Uh, I'm just going to be completely honest i really haven't been keeping up with politics um as much as i used to in the past two three years for personal decisions um you know i I am informed but i'm not really like ingested it i'm not like consumed by it as well as i was um i think it's very important to know what's going on but at this point and and this is something i'm going to get into later um yeah, really just everything just seems fake to me. But, you know, I'm going to I'm going to touch on this later on uh some stuff and I just want to like, you know, give you guys my opinion about things and maybe see, you know, give you guys a, a another perspective. You guys know what what side of the aisle really I lean on. Um I'm not I don't hide it, you know. Um, I'm just pro freedom. You know, I do lean more to the conservative side, but in the past few years, I have been going more like conservative libertarian, if that's even a thing. Um, just anything that's freedom and leave us the F the F like I don't curse on the show. Leave us the fuck alone. You know, that type of thing as le- as, uh, um, a little government intervention as possible. That's where I lean. So, uh, but before we get into that, man, you know, just a lot of good things I want to be talking about here. Uh, yo, I'm, I'm, I'm making some cool changes in my life right now. I, I will tell that later when they become official, um, working towards some stuff right now, have some cool ass plans for the show, looking to get back in, uh, with some video with it. And I know I like with the show and I know that I can do it myself, but I would prefer if someone has better editing skills and, um, is really good on the video. If you could please, like, if you want to, you know, join uh, the team, and the team is just me. <laughs> um, I'm a cool teammate. If you want to join the team and be my video guy and do the editing and stuff, I would be that'd be awesome. Grateful. We can even like talk about if you're comfortable, maybe putting you as like some sort of co-host, or if you want to co-host as well. I've done that in the past with John. Um, that'd be dope. You know, I uh, like I said. Um, the video aspect is a really important part of it, and you guys loved it, and I loved it too. Um, so I want to bring that back. And I, like I said, I, I'm just going to be really upfront, guys. At the moment, and I plan to make money off this show, I don't make money off the show. So I need to also make moves in that, try to find sponsors, trying to find stuff, uh, selling the shirts, you know, all that uh, good stuff, for selling merchandise. I have ideas of, of doing that. But um, the reason why I say that is because at the moment, I can't pay you at the right now because I don't pay myself. Like, I don't make any money off this show, but at, that's at the moment. It's not going to be like that forever. So if you really do like have a hobby and you have that time, I know time is valuable and everyone's time is very valuable, but if you uh, like the show, if you want to, and you have good skills on the, on the camera, uh, let me know, give me a holler. 
Um, man, man, 2024 is going really well right now. I'm really enjoying the new year at the moment. Everything's going cool, calm, collected, how I, exactly how I want it to go uh, at the moment. I'm going to keep that going. Like I said from a couple episodes past where I did that like resolution type thing, really being in control of your thoughts is super freaking important. It's really important and it helps you... It helps you in your serenity and your calmness, and it helps you actually get the results that you desire. You need to be in control of your thoughts, and every day I am learning to do this more and more, and I love it. So just to give a little recap on that, if I ever do hear any thoughts that are opposing or negative thoughts to things that I want or things that I have goals of, I quickly silence them and then say opposite things to combat those because what your dominant thoughts, um, your dominant thoughts in your mind are what create your reality. Um, you know, take a look into the quantum physics and all that good stuff, the quantum reality and all that shit that is spoken about by scientists. Um, it's been spoken about in the Bible. It's, uh, seeking you shall find type stuff, you know, you know, what you think and what you believe and what you assume is what you get. So really be very conscious with your thoughts. And it just brings you peace and calmness because when you really dig down deep into your, like something that may be bothering you, obviously there's outside forces that come in. Like there are outside circumstances that will come in and create chaos, but you are the one who keeps that chaos there. You're the one who doesn't do, who, who, who instead of letting it go, uh, for your sake and working on yourself and controlling your thoughts, you keep it there. And that's what keeps the m- more of that chaos. So you really, really need to be cognizant of what you're thinking on a 24 seven basis. And I'm doing really well on that. This has been really, uh, honestly, you guys have no idea, but it, it's been a journey in itself that did. I started, um, a few months back and I'm doing really well and I'm getting the stuff, uh, like all my desires and all that stuff I'm getting them. So it's awesome. Freaking love it. I really suggest that you do it too. And if not, man, it's, it's just for your own sake of, of peace and quiet and calm and, um, really being the creator of your life and your, and your reality and being in control. Um, literally, the only like I get that saying like only control the things you control like don't fret the things that are out of your control but you don't understand when you control your thoughts and you have your goals or you have your your desires the other things that you can't control will start to conform to you like it's it's wild um all that shit but let's get on to what the real meat and potatoes I don't think I've ever used that analogy but the real meat and potatoes of the show is i just want to talk about like the political landscape and um it's obviously it's 2024 so it's election year right which means we are gonna fucking see some crazy shit um if you've been living under a rock for the past decade uh or or just in general like i would say decade um every time there's an election cycle something crazy happens like i think See, I could be wrong on this one with 2012 or was it 2014? Every, I think it's like every time there is an election cycle, there's like some some thing that happens. I, I don't want to say it's 2012 or 20. Let me look up that. Um, what was the Michael Brown? The hands up, don't shoot. That he really wasn't putting his hands up and saying don't shoot. He was charging a cop, and I think he had a weapon, and he was going to harm the cop, and he was shot in self defense, which 
he went through a trial and it was self-defense and then St. Louis was burned down. Um, that was the, really the introduction of BLM. Michael Brown, I think that was 2012 or 2014, but regardless, it was, uh, no, it was August 9, 2014. Am I being stupid here? That was the, but see, that was Congress. They were voting on Congress, okay? But every time there's elections, whether it's Congress, but really the presidential, there's always some crazy shit that's going on, whether it be the Michael Brown, whether it be uh, 2020 with uh, COVID, 2020 with, I'm sorry, guys, a bat did not fall into the soup. Let's be fucking honest. They already fucking said that there was uh, proof that it was created in a Wuhan lab. Okay, guys, it was created in a lab. Let's let's call a spade a spade here that was absolutely introduced to create a whole bunch of shit but one of them being interfering with the election during the mail-in ballots guys let's be serious here it's not conspiracy let's just use our common sense regardless if you hate or love trump or or hate or love biden let's just use common sense like that election was absolutely rigged just open your fucking eyes and look at what happened um 2000 mules is a great fucking um um documentary to watch because it shows about how the mules were delivering like false ballots and shit dude just go back to 20 like there's no way we all forgot about this go back to that shit michael uh, it was absolutely rigged michael brown um that uh, not michael brown uh george floyd that happened um and i'm not saying that like george floyd happened because they're like okay let's it's an election year let's um you let's kill this dude on the street and then we're gonna, you know, rig it in our favor. No, but they used something um, that happened and they were like, mm, we can now use this as a tool to say, hey, look, guys, uh, look at this. It's always the white people who, you know, all that shit. It's the Republicans. It's the Trumpers. And they were and they were able to fuel the fire on that. That's what I'm saying about that. But there's always something crazy that happens. And now with these past few years, just crazy shit's been happening. Crazy shit's been popping off. Now, the war in Ukraine. Ukraine or whatever, if you want to call it a war or whatever, that battle's been going on since 2014. I'm not stupid or 2016 or something, but it's really ramped up because when Biden came in, you know, with the United States joined, uh, not joined NATO, but you know, in NATO and NATO pushed on their fucking border and that's what Putin didn't want. And so then Putin attacked, yada, yada, not defending Putin, not saying Putin's a good guy. Don't hit me with that BS. Just saying we fucking sparked it as well. We agitated them and got involved in something that we should not have gotten involved in. I don't care who's an ally or not, because now we are giving money to Ukraine, which really not all going to the, the weapons in Ukraine. It's getting kicked back and fucking going to the politicians and the lobbyists. I've already explained this on a show previously, but essentially back in, I think it was 2012 or something, uh, just look up Eric Greitens. He was the governor of um, of Missouri. He got like, he got kicked out because what they did is they they ran a hit campaign on him saying he was beating his son, which was an absolute lie. And actually, the the DA um, or the the prosecutor, I think it was the DA at the time that like prosecuted him on it, the district attorney, um, was funded by George Soros. It, it all got proven that she got convicted. She was funded by Joe Soros. She ran a hit campaign on Eric Greitens. And instead of getting kicked out and arrested and blah, 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 she gets $750 fine, which is bullshit because she's funded by George Soros. That being said, what he found is he ran an audit on Missouri. And this was just Missouri alone. And what he found was when they were putting bills in to do like for in infrastructure was an example he used. Let's say for all intents and purposes, let's use uh, a number of $100 million. So let's just say you wanted to use a $100 million bridge or, or build a $100 million bridge. What was going on 
was they were saying 58 cents a dollar was going back to the pockets of the politicians. And in, you know, so what they would say is, okay, I'm going to build you a bridge. It really doesn't cost a hundred million. It probably costs way less than a hundred, but I'm going to charge you a hundred million. And then, you know, you're going to get 58% kickback of that. And then what the politician was saying, don't worry, you'll get a kickback of that 58 million. Right. Um, in, in support for my, like, you know, you vote for me. That's what they were doing. And the other 42 cents was actually going to the infrastructure. So we, and that, that was just Missouri alone. That was an audit, an audit run. Okay. An actual audit run, not this audit of the Pentagon, that $5 trillion or trillion dollar failed audit, like where they're doing an audit, finding trillions of dollars that are, this is not laughing matter by any means. Like the Pentagon failed, like numerous audits on a trillion dollar level as an auditor myself or a former auditor. If I was auditing a company, a billion dollar company, and there was even a couple million over over the materiality or if the material was 20 million, if there was a a mistake over 20, you were asking about that. You weren't just going, oh, okay, $20 million um, uh, discrepancy. No, we're good. We just got to stop the audit. Like we weren't doing that. You were being fucking heckled or your your partner was going to the CFO and be like, what the fuck's this? Like, why is this? You know? And the fact that it's like trillion dollar audit multiple fucking times or failing by trillions of dollars and no one gives a shit just goes to show you on a on a, a countrywide level, there's so much corruption. And this was just Missouri. So now just imagine on a global scale. Now, why did I go through that whole tangent? Because we're sending over, I think now it's over $100 billion to Ukraine, bro. And you're fucking telling me we sent over $100 billion to Ukraine. Russia should have been decimated by now. Not really decimated, but they should have absolutely fucking lost. Completely gotten their asses handed to them, and they're not. So that goes to show me that a lot of shit is being kicked back, and a lot of people are making a lot of money. And it's funny, too, how the president, quote-unquote, actor who was installed by George Soros of Ukraine then in the past two years ago bought a $30 million mansion in Miami. Wow, dude, $30 million as a president? Yeah, really? As a public figure making $30 million? Wonder how you made that much money. Sure. Don't think he was doing it in his acting career because I don't think he was that famous of an actor and he's making 30, he's buying a $30 million home? Yeah, sure, bud. Sure. I wonder how that's, uh, how you're getting that money. But regardless, all that shit with Ukraine and now all this shit with Israel. And I'm not saying like, this isn't, I'm not, Joe, this has been going on for, yeah, I get Israel and Palestine has been going on since fucking God, Jesus, literally Jesus's time, right? Like all that shit. Like I understand this is a like biblical type thing, but come on guys, like it's ramped up again and again and again. Some, my point with this is in the past, Every year there was something different. 2021, boom. Or was it 2022? Excuse me. Boom. Ukraine. Now 2023, boom. Israel. And it's like, dude, at some point, something needs to, and and I'm going to attribute like, something's got to, something I hope doesn't go wrong, but it could. And um, I hope it doesn't. Like, I hope there's something crazy going on, but like, think about it too with all the schools like let's get out of the political realm let's go to like the social realm in schools where people are now trying to fucking uh, teach kids about sex like the the immorality of that like teaching kids sex bro what are we doing in like in school uh teaching kids that america's racist yada yada indoctrinating kids um 
the influx invasion of illegal immigrants coming in from the southern border who aren't all from the Central American countries, the influx of migrants coming in from like um, you're seeing all these big ass pro uh, Palestine uh, protests or riots, whatever, in New York City that aren't being covered on the news. Of course, they're not. But on these big, big cities that are getting all these uh around the world, even London and Rome, you're seeing all these pro like these are like full grown men. Palestinian men doing like, come on, you don't think they were bust in and they're come on, dude, they're bust in, they're flown in. Like it's an invasion. Call a spade a spade, guys. It's an invasion. There's nothing racist about it, dude. It's an invasion. If it were a bunch, I'm Italian. If it were a bunch of fucking Italians that were making all these goddamn problems and, and, and doing all these terroristic acts and, and there was a huge thing with, with Italy, let's just say, and these Italians were coming in, we'd be like, uh, let's not, let's not bring them in. Okay, guys. Let's not bring him in. Has nothing to do with the color. Has nothing to do with like, you know, your race. It has everything to do with uh, let's not bring chaos into our country. Okay. Because we have enough here. Um, but uh, something is either got to pop or in, in our favor or against our favor um, or against us. And regardless, we're going to come out stronger from it. However, Everything just like what's really bothering me, what really prompted me to do this episode is just shit just seems so fake. And I'm and I'm starting to like these past two years, I've gotten out of the matrix. Ever since COVID, I've gotten out of the matrix. Um like fully. Like I would never jumped on the bandwagon in the past. Like when I started going into high school and college, like everyone was like, Oh, Obama is such a good person. I was like, dude, I already knew he was fucking fucking up the economy, making forty five thousand dollars or dropping forty five thousand like in total airstrikes in his in his two years or something ridiculous or forty or forty five thousand bomb uh, bombs were dropped while he was there, but he's claiming to be humanitarian. Like I didn't buy into the bullshit. But the one thing that like I really stepped out of the matrix in 2016, 2020 when when that shit happened. Like twenty sixteen when Trump got in and I started seeing how even people on the right, because you know, like I said, I'm a conservative, but then I started seeing conservatives going against them. It opened my eyes and I was like, ah I was like, okay, so if you're not part of the club, they don't like you, we've got a problem now. And now it is on the right as well. It's both right and left. Uh, Republican, Democrat. I, I don't give two shits. Um, I'm not even going to comment. Like, if, if you're here listening to this right now and be like, oh, why is Joe talking about, about the, the Republicans? Isn't he? Guys, I am well aware that every politician on the left is like the mole people coming out from the ground and they're like, 3,000 years old and probably have fucking lizards inside them. It's a joke, of course. But um, they're like decrepit, old, and and evil. I already know that. But what I started realizing is, oh, my God, on the right, it's the same thing. They just pretend to be for the people. That's when I really jumped out of the matrix. And um, the reason why I wanted to do this episode is recently – um, they, we have in the Republican primaries and the caucus, and we're about to choose who's going to, who's going to win. Right. And like Trump won some, like Iowa on like 98 counties or something. It's like, cool, man. Like, like I said, I'm going to vote. I'm going to vote Trump. I don't care what you guys think about that. I'm going to vote Trump. Um, because right now, even if you don't like him and if, or if you're neutral or if you don't believe any of these things and you think everything I'm saying is a conspiracy theory, uh, let's look at your economy. Let's look at all the shit that's going on in your country. Let's look at all the shit that's going on in the world right now and all the chaos happened and started happening in 2021. Who who came in office in 2021? Biden. Am I, am I, and I'm not stupid, Biden 
is not running the show, guys. Like, Biden is not running the show, okay? He's got people pulling his strings, and then the people who are pulling his strings, in my opinion, are having strings pulled by them, by the World Economic Forum, and people much more powerful than people at the World Economic Forum. That is my opinion from my research that I've done. Biden is not pulling the strings. And even if Biden were not, like, a de- like not suffering from dementia, because that's what he's suffering from, let's call a spade a spade again, even if he weren't, he's not running the show completely. That's my opinion. He's not running the show completely. The president never runs the show. However, even if you don't, like, let, let, let's look at all that shit. When Biden came in 2020, look at all the crap. The, uh, we, we cut our, our oil supply here. So then we had to get oil from the Middle East again. And then that was in January of 2021. Remember, he, uh, Biden closed the pipelines. They said it was for like clean oil. No, he cut the fucking pipeline. Which he, I think, may have reopened because he it was election year or something. But he closed the pipeline. And then two months later, there was an article where in the Middle East, they're like, oh, I think it's a great time now to uh, up the prices of our barrels of oil. And it's like, oh, very convenient. I wonder why. Because now they know that their biggest, um, they're going to be the supplier of, of America in the West again. And they just made gas go up and then gas shot up and inflation too. So many things. That's why your gas prices are going through the roof. Now, also, um, him getting more involved with, you know, allowing NATO to go in and fucking go on the, like, do, like, training exercises on the border of Ukraine and Russia, and I'm not an expert on Ukraine and Russia. I know this has been going on for, since 2014, but I'm pretty sure at that point there was, like, or that's what Putin was saying, right? And who knows if Putin's telling the truth, but... It's basically how I understand it. It's like, let's just say America and Canada were hypothetically, like U.S. and Canada were fucking going at it in like a fight, right, over Montana. I don't know. And then all of a sudden, like, like, or or over someplace in Canada, like that we deemed that we wanted, let's just say. And then we wanted it because we believed it should have been for historically, right? Putin thinks that Ukraine is part of the Soviet Union, part of Russia, yada, yada, right? Um, let's just say we wanted this area portion over Montana and Canada for us. And then China started coming in and helping Canada and on our border. And we're like, yo, dude, like, just do not fucking put your troops on our American border. And then we did it anyway. Obviously we would be fucking pissed. Okay. Let's obviously we would be fucking pissed. So like I said, not an expert. Um, this is my understanding of it. If it's wrong, cool. I know. All right, cool. If let's just say hypothetically I'm wrong, we're still sending billions of dollars to a fund a fucking war. We should not be funding because we should not have any say in. Okay. I'm not saying I'm wrong, but if I'm if I'm if you're listening to this and you're a historian buff and you're like, okay, you're zero percent accurate, fine, cool. I still don't think we should be funding that war. Period. I don't care. Um, all this shit, printing money, inflation, all this shit, man. I don't care what you think of Trump. It's probably, if Trump wins the Republican nominee, it's probably in your best interest to vote for him, right? Because when he was from 2016 to 2020, America was a lot better. And when America was a lot better, the world was a lot better. Did you notice that there was more peace, right? I'm not calling the guy Jesus Christ, but I'm just saying he ran shit to a way where America was fuck around to find out and no one wanted to fuck around because there was a strong beacon, right? We were the fucking leaders and we were doing everything to bring about this peace. And of course, 
what did the media do? They had to play a narrative all over the world that he was some racist piece of shit, yada, yada. Half of you bought into it. That's why you didn't like him. But now your groceries are fucking going through the roof. Your gas is going fucking through the roof to buy a house. God, God, it's a seller's market for sure. But to buy a house like Jesus Christ, people were buying, were, were escaping the, the cities that they voted, that they they voted the politicians in that defunded the police and now their city's running rampant. So they left the city. And since they have a lot of money, they were putting hundreds of thousand dollars in cash over the asking price and getting houses. Houses fucking going through the price of houses is ridiculous. Let, let's be honest here, guys. Living is, is a little bit more difficult under the current administration, right? But here's the thing. It is not up to one person to save us. I wear the shirt. No one's come to save us, right? And that's Greg Anderson's shirt. Greg Anderson's, uh, uh, you know, guy out in Washington. He has his own podcast, owns his own jiu-jitsu. He's an entrepreneur. Um, solid dude. And he, and he coined the term, no one's come to save you. And I fucking love it because it's true. Um, as much as Trump is going to do well, like, let's just say Trump wins. Okay, it doesn't mean now that we go back to, oh, okay, everything's good and I don't need to be the, the leader of my family and I don't need to, uh, to, to be prepared on how to protect myself and, and you know, make a lot of money. No, you still need to because there's still evil in the world and we are the ones as the people that need to wake up and realize that the enemies are not the everyday people that are on different sides of the spectrum. Red versus blue, white versus black, uh, male versus female. It's it's okay, guys. We have different opinions. We have different cultural backgrounds. We have different upbringings, but we're all in charge of our own destiny. We're all in charge of our own success, and we need to then just know that okay, while we can com- compete with each other, we need to have each other's back. We need to be each other's ally and we need to band together and be like enough is enough and you pieces of crap in Washington, you pieces of crap all over, you pieces of crap who are the richest of the rich. Like the one I'm talking about like I'm not talking about Forbes list rich. I'm talking about the people you don't hear about, the families, historic families, the Rothschild, Rockefeller, all that good stuff. They're the ones who are pulling the strings and they're the ones who are creating the the, the division and their divisiveness is actually a strength for them because when we're fighting with each other, they can do whatever the hell they want. And when they control the media, which they do, you don't hear about half the shit they do. So a lot of crap's being done. Um, we need to band together and just know that your common neighbor who's not, I'm not talking about a criminal. Like if you have a, a, I'm not talking about the criminals in the streets. All right. I'm talking about just the everyday person who's your neighbor who you may, Hey, Johnny's John, John's annoying motherfucker, blah, blah, blah. I hate him. Like, you know, but in, you don't have to be friends with them, but just realize that if you're on different sides of the spectrum, you're actually on a team and we need to then be a community. Like, so you don't have to hang out with people you don't like, but let's bring back that community sense. Let's bring back that thing where you would like, Go out 
when like when I grew up, I I lived in a suburb and we would all play in the streets. All the kids and you know the 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 parents would go out. I'm not saying that every time like you know everyone got along with everyone, but everyone respected each other. Hey, how you doing? Oh, blah blah blah. Everything's going well. Yeah, you know back to that community where everyone was so nice to each other. Now when you freaking walk by people in your own apartment complex or maybe in your own neighborhood, maybe there are some people you know and you say hi to, but everyone's so silent, so serious, looking down at the phone. Uh, can't say hi doesn't want to say this you say hi to someone and they're like, uh, they're like uh, uh. like what the fuck are you a caveman dude like jesus christ just fucking say hi you know what i mean let's smile at people again let's fucking you know let's let's get back to that community let's build the communities back together because when we're stronger they're weaker and when we're stronger we prosper and when we're stronger we build each other up you become more successful you become less dependent on the government you become less dependent on these institutions that don't have your best interest in mind and that work with the government in a corrupt way so let's just get back to the basics let's be good people you don't have to be good people to people. You may not like someone. You don't have to be a doormat, right? Um, but at the same time, like, let's not be afraid to say hello. Let's not be afraid to uh, smile at someone when you're walking by them and give them a nod in the shop, right? Let's not. Like, this shit's what makes people's days, bro. Like, if I'm walking by and I make eye contact with, eye contact with someone, like, Years ago, it would just be a nice, friendly smile, and they would be a nice, friendly. Now it's like a, it's like a challenge. Like if you, what well, are you looking up, bro? And I'm not saying that people have done that to me. I'm just saying like that's like it's like the why the fuck is this asshole looking at me? Why the, and I'm not talking about a creepy stare. I'm talking about like you just make an eye contact, and you have those people who are wired in some way. They just go off. What the fuck you looking at? Stop fucking looking at me. It's like, bro, relax. So you know how you like calm that down. If you're ever in a car, right, and you make eye contact with the driver of another car, which always happens, right? smile at him and give him a nod what the fuck's he gonna do that motherfucker gets out of the car because you smiled and nodded at him that that person doesn't belong in society okay nine times out of ten because i do this all the time actually ten i'm gonna say ten times out of ten because i haven't met that psychotic guy um every time you do that they do it back it's just a gesture guys like it's like people are so scared to fucking interact so scared to interact let's stop that let's fucking stop that now with the republican primary guy like i said there's a lot of tangents why i'm going back and why i did this episode it's so fake it's so fake it is so fucking fake and it's so annoying because like i said we need to be together but the politicians need to be together as well the good politicians, not the swamp scumbags. They need to be working together. And I get that when you're in a primary, you're competing against other candidates. I am not an idiot. I get that you want to be the primary runner and candidate, so you have to compete. But the backstabbing, the you all of a sudden become enemies, like everyone's turning on each other's back and insulting people. And it's like, Jesus Christ, dude, it's all fake. It is so fake. And it is so annoying. Imagine if every candidate, instead of attacking the other candidate, just decided, I'm going to talk about what needs to be uh, what, what, what's going on in this world, the problem and how to fix it. And everyone just presented the best way to fix it without attacking the other dude. 
And I get it. Trump attack. I'm a Trump supporter. He attacks people. Sure. When he was attacking the media, I didn't give a shit because the media were bringing lies up, bringing up lies about him. That I didn't care about. But sometimes he just attacks, like, out of he's like with the Santas and then he attacks the Santas. And I get, like, I get these tactics because you're now, you're not friendly anymore. You need to win. You need to win, right? Okay, sure. But the attacking is not needed. It is so fake. Like, Nikki Haley went from being someone, like, a Nikki Haley, bro, is like, Jesus Christ, what side of the burgers are you are, are, are you are you searing this time? She flip-flops more than a fucking flip-flop on the beach, dude. Like, oh my God, everyone's attacking everyone, and it's so tacky, bro. It is so fucking tacky. It is so tacky. It's just so, it's like this freaking thing, and it's even too, like, you see it, it it's no longer, like, it's gotten to the political level, and that's what's bothering me. And I know politicians, like the swamp politicians, I'm not giving them a lot of fucking credit. They're scumbags. But what I'm saying is, like, if you go on Instagram and you see this post, and then people start posting, and everyone's attacking each other in the comments, and everyone is being so pretentious and douchebaggy and it's like oh my god none of you would be talking like this if you were if you weren't behind your phone but now that's gone to the point where you're trying to win a primary and instead of delivering the best case of how you're going to stop and 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 change you do that and then you just attack it's like dude we don't need further division we we don't need further division we like i just said with the people we need to be we need to come together like they need to come together. And you could you could present your case of why you're the better candidate in a respectful way, in a very uh, strong and assertive way. But, like, everyone is, like, trying so hard to be some badass because, like, Trump did it when he, was, he wasn't part of the fucking crew. So he was like, all right, fuck everyone because they were, they were attacking him. So he's like, all right, fuck them. But now everyone's using that tactic. It's like, dude. Like, I get it. Attack the people, or not attack. Uh, defend yourself and basically put in place the people who need to be put in place. But when you're running for a primary and you have some solid candidates up there, some of which are definitely in the swamp, some of which are not. Like, if you had those solid candidates that were all, like, almost working working for their goal to become the candidate and winning and being competitive, but, like, showing that they sort of supported each other's back in a, in a way – the party would have so much more respect. But unfortunately, that's what uh, politicians don't do anymore. And that's why a lot of politicians, and if you're listening to this show and you're a politician or you ran in politics and you're one of the good guys, good or good women, good for you. But that's why a lot of people don't have respect for you anymore. It's all, it's all a fucking game. It's so fake. Because here's what's going to happen. Even the influencers that are supporting each candidate now they're fighting each other and they're hating on the other candidates when before they were supporting those candidates when those, so for example, DeSantis was getting so much support during COVID, during all this shit, because he was running Florida nicely and he was doing a great job. But now those, those influencers are fucking attacking him because he's running against Trump. And it's like, dude, what? it's so fake. And it's just annoying. And, I, and that's what I'm getting back to the Matrix point. I realize everything, it's just fake. It's so fake. The whole process of how to choose the, and elect the next president is so fake. It's fake as shit. 
But I'm, I also shouldn't be surprised because I know if you're not part of the crew, like they, they definitely thought in 2016, they definitely thought that Hillary was going to destroy. You saw like 98% to two before, like they thought the, the media thought Hillary was going to win because Trump wasn't part of the, barring some psyop, psyop that Trump's running, he's not part of their fucking club. And they, they literally thought, all right, this motherfucker ain't going to win. And then he won. And that's why they were, they're panicking. And then that's why in 2020, they did what they did with the mail-in ballots and the cheating. Yes, they cheated. I don't care. And if you're asking me, Joe, why do you keep constantly bringing up that they're cheating, but now you're talking about the voting? If you get a little people to vote, so if you're now thinking, oh, well, the elections are hopeless, let's just say you do. You're like, all right, yeah, they definitely cheated, and I don't want to vote anymore because my vote doesn't count. No, because if you get enough people to vote where it's like 51 to 49, you easily cheat. But if you get everyone out to vote and they vote for one person and it's like 95% to 5, you have to cheat so fucking much that it's going to become obvious even to the biggest denier. You know? So that's why I get out and vote. But um, – yeah, dude, it's just like if you're not part of their crew, you're not you're never going to get in. Like if you're not if you don't sell your soul essentially, you're you're just you never win. Um but like this is the shit though. Now it becomes even on the right, it's now becoming some like club. It's like, dude, we as American people, we just want to be left the fuck alone. We just don't want all these people coming in. We want legal people to come in. We want people who want to do well in this country to come in. We want people who want to work and provide for their family and have a better life and have a better opportunity to come in. We don't want to be busting in people like they're busting in. Europe is fucking fallen, bro. Europe, they're busting in all these fucking migrants from all of these Middle Eastern countries that aren't like the good um, innocent people. They're like the fucking military age men. And then they're fucking going in the streets of London and doing mass protests, fucking riots. Uh, in France and Paris, they're having a problem with that of like all this shit. Like, oh my God, dude, this is not what we want. We want, I don't, yeah, America's melting pot. Great. Let's bring in the best, the best so they can contribute to society. Like seriously, I work with a bartender. I work with a guy, fucking amazing guy. He's from Costa Rica. He's a hard ass working man. He's here now. Because he's here to make money. He's here to provide for his family, bro. He works so goddamn hard. He makes an effort to speak English. He learns English. He will ask me questions all the fucking time, dude. The motherfucker is a great man. Um, a lot of fun. And he's just a hard worker. And, and like, he's good at his job. You see? He's doing exactly what you should be doing if you want to be an American citizen. Good for him. So don't listen to this and be like, oh, Joe's saying that we shouldn't have it. Dude, we shouldn't be, we can't be letting the, the, the amount of people that are coming through the border illegally is, is absolutely un, inappropriate and unnecessary. And if this were European white people doing it, I would be saying the same damn thing. So do not hit me with that racism bullshit. You do not want to be hitting me with that. Yeah, guys, it's fake. Uh, let's get back into this. Let's be, um, you know, to the best of our ability, let's, as people, realize that it's not us versus each other. It is the people of the world and the country against a very select few, basically evil people who are trying to control and just want power and money. And let's get back to the point where we can then make this best living and we can love each other. Um, and I'm not 
naive. I know you're not going to like everyone you run into. I don't like everyone I run into. But at the same time, I know that if push came to shove, that person really isn't my enemy. It's the people who are creating the division. Those are the enemy. But yeah, guys, thank you for my rant. Uh, the po- political shit or more current event shit. But yeah, dude, the guys on the right, like guys, and if you're listening and you're like one of these people, follow your influencers. I follow them too. But like, it's getting really fake, dude. It's getting really fake, like too fake. Like you were supporting the one dude, but since he's running against your favorite candidate, now you're going to attack him. It's okay if you're like, oh, okay, well, you know, I don't want to vote for him. I'm going to vote for this guy. But to now attack him because he's attacked, like, come on, dude, we're better than this. Let's go. All right, guys. Um, thank you for listening to another show of You Will Take It From Here, my rants. Um, I definitely brought everything together. I know I jump around a lot because I had so much goes through. Dude, if you if you guys had my mind, bro, you'd be, uh, you'd be, you'd be like, wow, this is what goes through his mind every day. Uh, but it's like I said, I'm in control now. I'm in control. Much better. Thank you for listening. I'll be back next week. Love you guys. Have a great night.